The following is an exclusive presentation of Pirate Radio, the voice of the Pirate Nation. Welcome to the Pirate Radio Podcast, featuring special guests discussing a wide range of topics and personal stories. The Pirate Radio Podcast is presented by White Claw Hard Seltzer. Nothing tastes quite like it. Visit WhiteClaw.com today. White Claw Hard Seltzer, proudly distributed by Coastal Beverage. Please drink responsibly. Now live from the Pirate Radio Studio, here's Shirley Rhodes. Hello and welcome to another episode of the Pirate Radio Podcast featuring Troy Dreyfus and ECU quarterback Holton Aylers. The Pirate Radio Podcast is brought to you by White Claw Hard Seltzer. On today's podcast, Troy D. will talk to Holton and have a great discussion on life in general. So sit back and relax. Today's Pirate Radio Podcast presented by White Claw Hard Seltzer starts right now. And welcome into the Pirate Radio Podcast. Great to have Holton Aylers joining me here in studio, ECU starting quarterback. Holton, awesome to see you again. Hope you've uh, been having a good summer. Yeah, man, I have been. Thanks for having me. I'm excited to be here. You look great. Uh, I know we're getting ready to uh, kick off football. We wanted to have you in today, not to talk about football. We talk about football so much with you all the time. We really wanted to kind of talk about you as a person and what you have going on off the field with this podcast. But while you're here, because people are tuned in, how, how are you? Uh, I know you got to be excited about it as you head into your fourth year here now at East Carolina. Yeah, I'm excited, man. It's definitely going to be the best team that I've had since I've been here. Um, it's going to be the best O-line that we've had. Um, you know, I think we got depth and, and experience all the way around. I mean, we got we got players that can make plays at every single level, and, and that's something that we haven't had here in a really long time. You've got a lot going on. Uh, so much has changed with the landscape of college football during your career. I think you'll we'll look back at this time and go, wow, I was in college when all this transition happened. And we'll touch on that, a lot of the this new name, image, likeness, and really, the I guess the the pros and cons for student athletes such as yourself. But before we get there, let's discuss kind of how you got into football because there were many paths you could have taken, especially athletically. And I we, we go back a long time, and I, I go back, you know, before you were born. Yeah. Uh, in the mid '90s, I met a guy named Morgan Ehlers. Uh, this is now this I don't even know this is predates you, so we'll see how good the <laughs> history of your dad is. Um, I was in advertising sales for another company and i handled a a client called southeastern cellular sales and i had a call on a guy named morgan ehlers and uh he was partnered with gary doyle at the time and i don't know if you uh remember your dad you might have been too you were this was before you i've heard but before u.s cellular existed this is how and now i'm starting to sound like a dinosaur (laughs) there was a company a local company that you could have when cell phones were just getting started it was called southeastern cellular and i was a, a customer of theirs and also uh, handled advertising with them. And your dad was one of the main guys that, that ran that organization. <laughs> I've heard stories of that place, but yeah, I'm way too young for that. Yeah, so that, that's how far back. Uh, and you are, just so show how young you are now. You that I think they had already sold out to you know what became U.S. Cellular um, before you were even born. Because you weren't born. When were you born? Like 99? 99. Yeah. Wow. So at least you were born in the last century. I know. Yeah, yeah. I'm very glad of that. Because most of the interns we have now weren't even, bo- weren't even born yeah. in the 90s. So <laughs> you're like the last of the Mohicans. Um, all right. So that is how far back I go with your dad. But you, So you were born and raised here in Greenville. A lot of folks know your story. Some folks may not. Uh, you started obviously had a lot of athletic ability you were always kind of a bigger kid for your age yep. 
And I think you first really kind of made a name for yourself in Greenville Little League. Yeah. Uh, yes, you, you, they still talk about the the legend of holding Hailers. I'll never forget seeing a picture of you that your dad showed me. And it was you lined up. It was your whole team yep. lined up against the exactly fence. What you're talking about too. And I, I thought it was photoshopped. I was like, "This cannot be real." <laughs> and you look like honestly three feet taller than yeah. like the tallest kid. It looked like there was a, a full grown man and then a bunch of like nine year olds. You know, but th- I was that about was your... the same size now as I as I was back then. Yeah. So you obviously you you had a quick you know you 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 grew fast. Early, yeah, I did, I did. Yeah, I was, I was definitely bigger than everyone there, um, which was a great advantage in Little it League. Was. But it now was. people have caught up to you. Yeah, but... they've caught up to me a little bit, but I'm still a bigger guy. But yeah, I mean, I was huge back then. Look, <laughs> I, mean, I didn't really realize until I look at pictures now, and I'm like, good lord, man, yeah. that was huge. Be like you going back to play Little League now. Yeah, yeah. Uh, you had, I think, the home run record at yep. one time. Still yes, might for all. I think I know. so, yes, sir. But the really thing that puts you on over over the top, you hit a ball so far. And if anyone <laughs> been to Elm Street, now there's been a lot of improvements, but the field is still the field yep. and, and the parking lot is still the parking lot none of that has changed yep. and you've got to hit it pretty far to get it in the parking lot <laughs> i don't know if i've i've maybe seen uh, that happen one time i don't even know you know and i think maybe it's the the, the upper deck yep. is where i saw a kid hit it i don't even think it got to the parking lot you hit it so far it went into the parking lot and busted a woman's windshield i did and that, yes, that was before like social media yeah. and nowadays you'd be on sports center for something <laughs> like that you know but it was incredible uh did you did you end up getting that ball i'm sure i did i got most of my home run balls just because i mean when i was going for the record everyone kind of knew i was going for it and kind of got the balls of my family when i would hit them but i mean i'm sure yeah someone in my family does have it i don't know where it's at i'm sure when my mom and my dad do so you uh you would be what i refer to as a three-sport athlete you grew you yes, played baseball you played basketball you played football and and really quite honestly you're good at all three of them i was all right at basketball yeah I ba- say. well i'd say basketball is the weakest of them, yeah. but you're still good yes sir yeah, yeah. i'd say great you were good at yeah. basketball oh yeah i'd take good. you on my pickup team i appreciate that <laughs> but baseball and football were kind of your yeah. passions yes sir at what point, Holton, did you, you know, when did you start playing football, first of all? Uh, middle school. I mean, I grew up playing in the yard and, you know, tailgating and stuff and throwing my friends, but, you know, I never played tackle football. I played flag football when I was young, young, just like every kid in America almost does. Um, but, yeah, I mean, organized, like, team sport With football. a helmet and pads. Yeah, seventh grade. Um, okay. Was my and what school time. were you at, then? Chicago. Okay, so Chicago that was the first school. time. So, for uh, younger listeners listening to us, you know, granted, there's a lot of youth football, but you can yep. start middle school and have a successful career. Yep. Sometimes, I, you know, I know uh, I talk to a lot of parents who are like, God, we need to start, if they don't start playing the sport by the time they're six, I'm like, it's okay. Yeah. You know, oh, yeah, a lot fun. of times, when I grew up, that was when you started playing a lot yeah. of organized sports was middle school. Yeah, and that's kind of when, I mean, my parents never wanted me to play tackle just until then and, and I was so much into baseball that it, it didn't mind me much and then the first time I played tackle football I was all in I knew that's what I wanted so you kind of got hooked by it. what yeah. was the first position you played when when you were at Chicago quarterback so right. you started as quarterback yep. and kind of never looked back yes sir um was there a point though because you were so good at baseball for your age and, and you played baseball for middle oh, school yeah. and high school was there a point where you had to kind of decide which sport and how? You know, I was thinking about you last week or so when with the draft, Major League Baseball yep. draft, thinking, man, this would have been the time. Like, if you had chosen the path of baseball 
I think, you know, one, do you feel you were good enough if you stuck with just baseball, you'd be a D1 athlete as baseball? Um, yeah, I mean, I had offers to play baseball in college. Um, you know, some of them were before I even got offered in football. So that was kind of my initial interest um, of college athletics was baseball. And, and I think, obviously, I think if, if you focused on baseball 100%, just like you focused on football 100%, you would have been an outstanding talent. Do you ever wonder what, and, and this is kind of a what if question, but I'm just curious, you had to go one way or the other. If you had gone baseball, you know, and you played at East Carolina, you, you could be, would, do you think you would have been drafted by now? Shoot, I don't know. I mean, I haven't thought about the drafted aspect. I have thought, you know, what um, – I mean, I never, I'm never. i not the what-if type of guy, but, I mean, I, I have looked back and said, you know, that would have been a cool career. But, you know, I'm so – the thing about football is I love practicing football. I love doing stuff on my own time. And baseball, you're just too much sitting still for me. You know, I'm, I'm one that's always on the go. And football is just kind of that, that sport that is like that. And that's just kind of what – decided that was the deciding factor for me so the, you follow your passion yeah and the energy of football yep. outweighed the the energy of baseball which is a great sport but you're right yeah. it's a slower sport yes sir um but that's awesome i was always curious how you ended up making that decision because yeah. you you could have gone either way and yeah. it, there was a fork in the road where hey you could yeah. be a, a d1 athlete at either sport but which one are you going to stick to yeah it was tough i mean there was times when i mean we talked about you know getting drafted out of high school or and then there was times where you know pick one sport in college and there was times where you know talked about playing both sports in college you know i did go on a visit um to ec this was when coach ruff was here after i got offered by them and they wanted me to play both at the time and then i just when coach ruff left um i mean i just didn't really talk about it much with the the new staff so that was there when coach mo and and all that but I mean I kind of knew all along I wanted to play football you know whether it was playing baseball too or just football I knew that I wanted to play football went on to play uh, with D.H. Conley in high school what an amazing career there still have an unbelievable state records uh, that, that you set my I was talking to my son Tyler about the, knowing you were coming on he's like dad I remember watching him at Conley it was like you know uh, <laughs> he was so much fun to watch because it was even you know you talk about the size difference yep. in Little League there was a size difference in high school too where you were do- just dominating a lot of these teams um, whether it was running the ball throwing the ball it, it was really too hard for them to stop you yeah uh, yeah, we had a pretty pretty good uh, fun college career um, I had a pretty good receiver out there catching the ball high school me. career you mean yeah high school yeah. career um, and and yeah like I said I mean I had a good CJ Johnson was out there catching balls and I mean we both have came here and, and done pretty well here so yeah um, it's it was pretty easy to just toss it up to him and and I had you know great guys around me a great coach and coach Connor as well yeah absolutely all right so it's your senior year at Conley and I remember uh, in fact you know once again your dad calling me and said you know they got some bad news and he told me about one of your best friends had passed away what what happened yeah um, it was just a freak accident um, it was just something that you literally never hear of I don't want to get into too much detail of it but yeah he. Uh, one of my best friends in the whole world I grew up with uh, passed away um, two months before I came to ECU because I enrolled early and and kinda um, you know threw a wrench into things for a little bit there um, you know something really good has came out of it but for a time there I mean it was two months away I was in the middle of my high school senior year you know trying to go to the state championship and trying to do something that's never been done before and to go through that um, it was really tough you know one of my best friends also Josh Dees. Um, he was he was right there with me through the whole way, and us two together, as we'll talk about eventually, um, have have really got the best is 
the best thing that could have came of it has came of it. So. Well, and you know, this is a friend. Obviously, probably would have gone to East Carolina with you, uh, and just as a friend, probably yeah, just to continue sure. yeah. his college career. So, uh, you're dealing with that at a young age. And anyone, look, it, it's hard to deal with death as an adult, much less as a, as a younger person. So, uh, I know how much that uh, had affected you at the time. I remember at the time you started wearing. Uh, an armband and it had initials on it. Yep. And I remember asking somebody, "What is? What are those initials for?" Take us back to how that started. What the what the whole initials were for, and how how that happened. Yeah. So um. So we actually had a game that night. It was a Friday. Um. When it all happened, and and like I said, me and Josh. Um. You know, we. It was there was kind of three of us that grew up together, and um. Turner Schaefer is his name who passed away, and. Um, it was always just me, Turner, and Josh growing up together and hanging out. We were in the same neighborhood and stuff, and and um, yeah, I mean, we just kind of me and Josh just kind of sat down and we're like, you know, what can we do for him tonight and do it? And we wrote his initials on the wristband with a halo over it. Um, and I've worn it ever since. Um, every single game I play in, that's his initials are on my wrist. So, and that's kind of your tribute to him. Uh, after that, you, you you ended up making like a shirt too right yeah so it started off with wristbands um so you're talking about the built one broken aspect yeah how did that get tied into this because that's really kind of the inception of of when built one broken started yeah so um so fast forward you know i was just kind of going through a rough time there everyone was i mean it was kind of just something you you don't really expect to happen um you know someone that close to you um you know that early on in life it's just you never even really think about it Mm mm-hmm um, and then, you know, fast forward, I, like I said, I was a month or two away from coming to ECU and I was going through a rough time. I mean, it was, it should have been the best time of my life. You know, I was at my dream school doing all that and, um, you know, pursuing to be the starting quarterback here. And it was just a rough time to, to sit there and, um, think about that. I mean, you know, there's a lot of lonely nights in that dorm when it's just you in there. And, you know, I was like, what is something that could help me get through this? And I came up with built one broken. Um, and it was just, and the meaning behind that really is just, you know, whenever you're at your lowest, that's when God's building you into who you're becoming um, and, and who you're meant to be. And and I kind of ran with it. Um, you know, I told it to Josh, um, who's the co-founder now of Built One Broken as well. And um, we just kind of ran with it ever since. And with this new NIL thing, it's really, you know, presented a good opportunity for us. So you, you just, you kind of channel the, the pain and the loss into, hey, what could I do to kind of help other folks? Yeah, that, are, that um, may be going through stuff like this too. And, yeah. And so you come up with this slogan, "Built One Broken," and then how did you decide? Like once you had that, what to do with it? Honestly, you know, when I when I came up with it, it was just kind of a thing. I got wristbands made just for me and and my friends that were affected by it, and I didn't even think anything of it ever since. And then, um, you know, I mean, I just kind of used it as a slogan, as you know, whenever you're going through something, like I said, whether it was. I mean, even in the weight room, if you're doing something hard in the weight room, this is when you're building up who you're becoming in, in sports or in, in anything. Um, and then this past spring, um, someone very close to me lost um, their sibling, and it just kind of started from there. And, um, you know, we were like, let's get some T-shirts made. Let's get some sweatshirts made to, to um, for that family and, and for my family as well. And it's kind of just shot off since. 
talking to Holton Ehlers. He's a starting QB at East Carolina University, but we're talking about his brand, Built When Broken, and how that got started and the inception of it. And, and Holton, as you talk about this, very organic. It wasn't like, hey, man, I had a master plan and I'm, I want to do this and to do that. It really, as you said, started with a memory of your best friend and then a way to pay tribute. And let's just do an armbands and give them away to the guys that I went to school with. And then other people saw that. And then they're like, hey, man, how do I get an armband? Yeah. I want one. Uh, so then you ended up printing more. But then, you know, that stuff costs yeah. money. And then yeah. you ended up doing T-shirts. But then it was the same thing. Thing from what I've heard, people said, "Man, where do I get a shirt? I, I want some shirts." Isn't it really kind of? It just kind of grew organically like that. Next thing you knew, you had more requests than you could provide people. Yeah, and that's kind of you know with the before the NIL thing, I had to be behind the scenes. You know, I couldn't post anything about it. I couldn't even say it was mine. I just had to be behind it because we have a social media and all that. I couldn't be on that. Um, so I was just kind of yeah. Um, I mean, people just would just see it and stuff. The first week, um, you know, we got it for the families the first week the second week that we kind of people started seeing it and stuff we had 150 orders the next week we had 250 orders and then we we're like okay you know we got to get a website made because this is just too much um so it just kind of yeah kind of like you said it's just kind of happened organically and and i mean we know nothing about it i mean we did know nothing about it we do now just because we've went through the process of learning um mm-hmm. and all that but like i said you know josh Deese, he's really the one that's behind the business aspect of it and and with me so well and now with these new rules with the for folks that aren't following the story nil name image likeness student athletes such as yourself can uh get out there and promote different things and they can be compensated in different ways and and the the whole game has changed off the field for that What, what literally used to be an ncaa violation and could get you put on probation is now hey that's fine yeah no problem it's, hey good luck weird. that's yeah so it really has done a 180 it, yeah. it, it is why it like, uh it's just amazing how quickly the tables have turned and, and the positive of that is for guys like you that have something that are and you're a high profile athlete here in greenville and for east carolina university not every student athlete as you know is going to have an nil deal yeah, yes, it's going to be a handful of, of student athletes at each school but the starting quarterback is going to get a little bit of attention yes, and sir. now you're able to use your name image and likeness and promote something not just other people's businesses but your own which is now you've built literally built when broken into a full business correct yeah um it's you know it's been crazy when i um you know we there was rumors of it happening in august about the passing of nil and all that and we were like well crap you know if i can really um promote this and say it's mine and say that you know i'm the one kind of behind it um then you know this could really go somewhere people would actually know the story behind it and all that and we were like well shoot you know we got to get stuff together we got to get ready for this because we knew there would be a surge in sales and all that um and then NCAA just throws it on us, you know, July 1st. And we're like, well, shoot, you know, this happened today. Um, let's get this going. Let's get a post together and, and kind of saying what it is. And um, I posted it. And that day and that week, it had 5,000% um, more in sales wow. and more in use. So. That's incredible. So what, first of all, how if folks want to see what you're doing, they can go online and, and see the gear and the different things you have and yep. read about the story. Where where do they go? Yeah, just builtonebroken.com. Um, everything's up there, whether it's the products, the story, um, how to reach out to us, all of that. Um, and then it, if you want to, if you have social medias through, uh, there, it's all in my link um, in my bio and stuff like that. So if you just look at that. Holden, what, you know, this is so new and it, it's just, you know, taken off, as you've said. What are, the, what are your goals with this thing? Is, is this something that this type of brand that you could, you know, I know you have a, 
great football career in front of you. But as you know, football doesn't last forever. Yeah, for sure. Uh, is this something that could develop into a full-time business? I'd like it to. Um, as the numbers are looking right now, like it could be. Um, you know, I just, I don't really, I'm not in here for the profit. I'm not here for this. You know, this building broken helped me when I was at my lowest and when I was going through a rough time. And, and that's what I want. If it helps just one person, then I've done my job. And, and you know, I think that, you know, I'm, I'm a faith, faithful person and, and a Christian. So, I mean, I believe that that's what God put me here to do was to, to rep this brand and kind of you know spread awareness for for everything and just knowing that broken times um, aren't always going to last and and just stuff like that. But I mean for the future of it, um, we'll just have to see where it takes me. And, you know, I, I think it definitely has the potential to um, for sure. What what are your goals with it going forward, and how do you think uh, you could use this brand and, and the platform to um, help others? Yeah, I mean for now, um, you know when I'm in college and stuff, when I'm still playing football. Um, it's just going to be one of those clothing brands, and then we're going to post devotionals and stuff like that of, of people who have been through rough times that this has helped them or, or just stuff like that. But, um, you know, down the road, we have a lot of stuff planned. Um, you know, we want to help out the community, especially locally um, for right now until, you know, I go elsewhere with my football career. But, you know, locally, I just like to reach out and, and help people, whether it's the Children's Hospital and stuff like that, because, like I said, I mean, I'm not even, I'm not in it for the profit. I'm in here to, to help and change lives and, and help people who are in rough times. Just curious, what are you majoring right now? Um, communications and business management. I I will tell you this, and, and I think back to when I was at East Carolina. Not that you the, the classroom setting isn't great and you can't learn a lot, yeah. but but I will tell you this: you will get ten times more of an education in business, yeah, and in life doing what you're doing with this in real world. Yep. than you'll ever get sitting in the classroom. And I really give you a lot of credit. Uh, a lot of college students, it's they think about that towards the, the end. Like, yep. oh, how do I go get an internship now? How do I go get real-world experience? You're doing it right now. And I bet the education you've gotten in the business world with this, on the behind-the-scenes stuff, how it all works, um, has been amazing. Yeah, it's been crazy. Um, you know, Josh... These, like I said, has kind of been the one on the business aspect of it. But, I mean, we, we were sitting there, you know, we were thinking about, you know, who could we hire to build a website? And this one, we had no money from it. Right. So we sat there, and he literally built the website just sitting there beside me one night. I mean, it took more than one night, but we would stay up till 4 a.m. building this website and all this. And, and we just kind of did it on our own and have figured it out. I mean, we have to figure out the tax ID. We were talking about that before, you know, what is the tax, tax ID number and all this. And yeah. Um, he's really been a blessing to me. Um, I mean, he was there, too, um, through it all, and it's really affected him, too, and he kind of lives the same motto I do, and we connect with roommates and all that. We've been best friends since we were two, so he's kind of been the one to to do the the dirty work, really. Um, you know, I'm really blessed to have him help me with that, but you know, we've even had the talks. I mean, during football season, I'm all in on football, and, and that's still my, my main goal and my main focus, and that's why he's been really great for me is – because he knows that, and he knows that he want he still wants Built One Broken to succeed, um, and me to succeed in football, and he knows what that takes. Holt Naylor's joined us inside the Pirate Radio studios on this very special Pirate Radio podcast, and Holton, as we mentioned, uh, in his fourth year, it's kind of weird. They list you as a junior on all yeah. the official stuff I've seen. You're in your fourth year. You get a bonus year next year. I do. So uh, the whole classification thing's kind of gone a little little wild, but uh, as I like to say, you're in your fourth year. Yeah. If, you, if uh, Scotty Montgomery had registered you, which pers- on a personal note, I wish he had, <laughs> but I don't know. I won't ask you about that. But uh, you would technically, you'd have two more years after this season yep. if that had happened. But have regardless, you'll have one more year after the 2021 season. But uh, great to have you here in Greenville. Is it 
you know, you're kind of, I've heard you talk about it before. You grew up in the shadow of Dowdy Ficklin Stadium. Uh, you know, you, your family is all East Carolina. You went to all the games as a kid. You tailgated out there. You play, you know, I, I, I see my kids doing it now, you know, and yep. behind the scoreboard and all that stuff. Uh, you're probably back then, they didn't have the boneyard. You're probably no, playing yeah. back there playing in the end them. zone. Yep. What's it like to, when you think back, man, a, you know, a 10 year old Holt Nailers was, was back there and, and now, you know, growing up, Holt Nailers is, is the hopes and dreams of the football team are on your shoulders yeah. for this season. I, I mean, honestly, man, it still doesn't even feel real. You know, people ask me that all the time. And I'm, you know, if I could just go back and tell my younger self that this is where I would be, I would, I don't even know what I would do. I'd probably pass out. Um, <laughs> what advice would you give your younger self? Just do the same thing you were doing because, I mean, it's all worked out. Yeah. Because, I mean, my younger self would want to be in the exact same shoes I'm in right now, which yeah. is kind of crazy to say and all that. But, I mean, I've been very blessed. Um, you know, I mean, I clearly had, you know, other opportunities to go elsewhere. But, you know, I think this is where I'm meant to be and, and where I'm created to be. We were talking about your goals and with with your Built One Broken brand. What about your goals with football? What is the future? Uh, if, if you could write your own script, Holton, where would you like to be a couple years from now? What do you like? To, where do you see yourself with the with football? Shoot, I don't know, man. You know, I'm just my my goal for this year. That's the only thing I really have is just to to get to a bowl game and get drafted. You know, that's the only two things I I'm focused on right now. You know, I couldn't. So many things that could happen in the football world um, in the future. I mean, NFL careers are, are really short, and you just never know with all that aspect. You know, I just hope to be successful in whatever I'm doing and being a good person and and having a good family when that time comes. So, um, but yeah, this year, man, you know, all I can think about is just getting to a bowl game and getting drafted because. If we get to a bowl game, that means I had a good year and have the opportunity to get drafted. So, uh, you know, I think about getting to that bowl game every single day. That's all I really think about. Yeah, it would be a great step in the uh, right direction for yes, this sir. football program, no doubt about it. Uh, the NIL deal we were talking about, which has enabled you now to be able to talk and promote the Built One Broken brand and, and discuss it. How, how, what about other, uh, I'm sure, and we don't have to get into any details or stuff, but I imagine a guy like you is probably getting a lot of calls from, from folks to, uh, hey, we'd like you to promote our brand or do yeah. this uh, what's it been like it's only it's still new you know it's only been around as we talk now it's only been around uh, available for like a month yeah uh has it, been, has it been a little bit busy time fielding calls and, and requests for yeah um uh, yeah it's been weird it has been um you know, just about every day i get a text or call or dm about something um you know but i'm i told you the other day i'm just trying to keep it locally right now just because you know being from greenville and all that that's what i've always tried to do i've tried to always be loyal to greenville and to the people that i know and have known who've been loyal to me but um yeah i mean we have had a lot um of interest in all that but i mean it's kind of it's weird, but I mean, it's a blessing in the same way. Have other players had much interest, or have you been getting, I guess, most of the. No, I mean, yeah, I think guys have had a lot of interest. Um, just because, I mean, anytime you're a college football player at a university like this, I mean, people are going to be interested in, in you and, and you helping their brand because we do get a lot of, um, I mean, publicity and all of that. So anything that we support, um, you know, could help. Holt Naylor's in studio with us. Once again, the brand is Built When Broken, and you can go online, builtwhenbroken.com. Yes, sir. And you got a lot of cool gear there. Yeah, folks can, I appreciate uh, it. We're can, still working on you know, some new it. stuff coming out. So uh, we got, and, and once again, online, folks can, if they're listening to us anywhere in the country, they can order yep. online, and you'll ship straight to their door. Yes, sir. And uh, it is a part of the Holton Ehlers uh, emerging empire here. Yeah, <laughs> That's, I uh, so. Enterprises. <laughs> so I, I think it's great, Holton. I think, you know, as I said, we've known you a long time and I think you, you, you've always done things the, the right way. 
And this is an awesome opportunity for you to continue to have platforms to build the brand, do what you're doing. And I'm sure, look, there'll be other opportunities bigger and even bigger things down the road for you, too. But uh, what a great thing to have as a piece to uh, what you're doing with Built With Broken. So we wish you continued success. What else uh, would you want pirate fans to know that might be listening right now before we get ready to wrap this thing up? Go buy your season tickets and get to some home games this year. <laughs> Sounds good. All right, Holton, great seeing you, man. Thanks for sharing your story. We, as we said, we talk a lot about football, but we don't often talk enough about the behind-the-scenes stuff sure. and what's yes, going sir. on with you in life and uh, other things. that, that, that and, and how, look, how something bad that can happen in life can hopefully have a positive outcome, sure. too. So yep. the, the, yes, the, the, the whole meaning behind Built One Broken, I think, is – can really resonate with people yep. and everybody has those times in their life I, we're dealing with it with a friend of ours right now yes, um, that, that i don't want to get into on there now but uh it's same type of situation yep. so uh i think if i don't know how you can go through life and not yeah so, that's right and but, that's what um, it's kind of you know created to do love the uh meaning behind it and what you guys are doing wish you continued success and look forward to catching up with you again down the road my friend yes sir for sure i appreciate you having me that's holt nailers in our pirate radio podcast and that's another great episode of the Pirate Radio Podcast with Troy D. and East Carolina quarterback Holton Ehlers. Special thanks to our sponsor, White Claw Hard Seltzer. Look for White Claw at your favorite retailer next time you're out shopping. White Claw Hard Seltzer, available in five fruit flavors, two grams of carbs, gluten-free, and only 100 calories, and nothing tastes quite like it. We'll be back very soon with another edition of the Pirate Radio Podcast. In the meantime, be sure to subscribe to our podcast in your Apple Store. Visit our website at pr927fm.com, and you can follow us on social media to keep up with the latest news and information. Until next time, have a great day, everyone. You have been listening to the Pirate Radio Podcast, brought to you by White Claw Hard Seltzer. Nothing tastes quite like it. Visit WhiteClaw.com today. White Claw Hard Seltzer, proudly distributed by Coastal Beverage. Please drink responsibly. The Pirate Radio Podcast is an exclusive presentation by Pirate Radio, the voice of the Pirate Nation.